Hello, and welcome to another episode of Serendipity Girl. This is a special pit stop, which is designed to be five minutes. Let's see if we can do it this time. My name is Colleen, and I'm your host, and I'm always on a quest for things to think on and to dwell on that are true, but not only true, no dumpster diving here, but also noble pure, right, just, excellent, and worthy of praise. And if that sounds like something you've heard before, well, there's a Bible verse. And you're like, well, what kind of podcast is this? If you're new, well, let me tell you, it's a positive one where I like to be whimsical, but I also like to share things that I am discovering serendipitously uh, from Jesus that is my God. That is how I roll. I'm a Jesus girl, a Jesus follower. Uh, some would call me a Christian, and, and I love that name too. Although I think sometimes that name has hit some hard times with some people. Um, and that's not God's fault. So to kind of refresh a little bit, I call myself a Jesus follower, a Christ follower, because I believe in the Bible as the holy book, the actual words of God, actually inspired, literally God breathed, which is what he says in the Bible about it. I believe that he has safeguarded those words from Genesis all the way through Malachi in the Old Testament, and then from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four gospels, and then the writings of Paul, the writings of Peter, the writings of John, ending in Revelation. And uh, if you want to read a good book that's very technical um, about how we got our Bible, I believe there is a book by that name called How We Got Our Bible. But that is how I roll. So you are going to hear flavors. Every podcast has its flavor. So if you're not yet in the club and you haven't put your faith in Jesus, and it really is our choice, um, he is not out there rejecting us. Uh, In fact, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. And if this is all news to you, um, why would Jesus die for us? What's that all about? Why why do I need Jesus? Do I need this God? Um, Go read the book of John. It's in the New Testament. You can search for it on the internet. You can get a free Bible app. Uh, Bible.is is a great app in your language, your native language, if you're from another country. Oh, and by the way, hello to my listeners in America and tally-ho to the Brits. And uh, I still don't know what that means, but <laughs> hello, tally-ho. And um, to the Canadians, uh, it's a wonderful day, eh? And I know you're saying, what is this all about? Well, welcome. S- keep listening and you'll find out. And also, bonjour, uh, bonsoir, whatever time of day it is for you guys in Quebec, which is also Canada. And um, not making political statements, I promise. <laughs> I just spent a lovely time with a bunch of Canadians on a cruise ship just putting through the Atlantic very slowly. I highly recommend it. And I learned all kinds of interesting things. So, and guten Tag, wie geht es Ihnen? To my Deutschland listeners, my grandmother came out of Hamburg. So I know, I tell you that every time. You're like, wait, no, she came from Hamburg, but she was not from Hamburg. That's just how she came. Uh, it's a port. And uh, I, I know you know that. And she was from Prussia. But she was nine months old when she came to America and ended up in Buffalo. I don't know why. It's really cold there. 
maybe her parents felt like it was home or maybe the man she married my grandfather who I didn't know he died before I was born um, maybe he took her there so well I was gonna give you a pit stop so here we go uh, whose voice do you listen to you know you have lots of choices right and now with these advent of these smartphones these little computers that are constantly uh, glued to our hands or um, glued to our hips and that every time they ring or tweet or buzz or vibrate we're like you know almost switching lanes grabbing them going oh who is that because our brains are getting little surges of a brain chemical I think it's dopamine you think there's an accident that you're addicted to your smartphone I mean maybe you're not I sort of am but I'm like how did we live without it where's my phone I mean you can put that on my tombstone where's my phone because I'm always losing my phone and I can't live without it but no maybe it's just me but do you know that with a smartphone you are increasing the number of voices that you're listening to now you could say well I'm listening to your voice for which I say thank you (laughs) and I want to talk about that not my voice but the fact that you're listening and I'm listening to all these voices well we have choices right we can listen to the voice of the world and its values known as culture Um, we can really get a a double heaping scoop of that by how much time we spend on social media and how much we look at the news and we have so many ways to get information we are swimming drowning in data And these are all from people with voices, and they have a message that they want you to hear. In fact, people, they don't even hide it. They say, I'm an influencer. Mm, That means that they're trying to influence you. And you could say, well, you're doing a podcast. You're trying to influence me. That's true. But what am I influencing you with? What are they trying to influence you with? Is it their own views and opinions? Well, to some degree, yes. But at least on this podcast, what I'm trying to do, and I'm not saying I'm any better than anybody else. I'm just saying I'm really, my heart's desire is that you hear um, not only positive and whimsical things, and I want to start doing some more broadcast with that uh, and get back to that. But I want you to hear what what Jesus is telling me as I'm reading the Bible. And so, whose voice are you listening to? It could be the world, it's culture, social media, news. Those are all vehicles by which we get it. It's not just turning on the TV anymore. It's coming at us 24-7. Full blast. And then friends, family, acquaintances, expectations they have, their desires and reactions when they're not met, their boundaries, and the baggage that we all tend to carry around with us because we are in process people that God loves and he wants to heal and he wants to restore us because if you live long enough, you're you're going to get baggage and hurts and processing all of that can be painful. So when we are around people that all have their own issues, there's going to be a lot of voices coming at you. They're like, hey, here's a boundary. Don't do that. Oh, I don't like it when you say that. Ah, uh, you you did not meet my expectation. Why why did you do that? Why are you not doing that? You didn't do this. You did do this. I mean, it kind of comes at us at plus bosses, your boss, your coworkers, you know, the people that you feel like you need to impress if you want to stay at that job or get that promotion. What about for those of us in church? Leaders, church leaders, pastors, they are all human too. They have goals. They have expectations. They are imperfect, just like we are. And I'm not I'm not in any way disrespecting our church leaders. We need to be praying for them because 
they they need our prayers a lot because they are people of influence and they're going to be under attack and and more in a minute about who would be attacking church leaders and i'm not just talking about people i mean it is happening but that's not who i'm talking about so keep listening because we're getting to some more voices um god talks in ephesians 6 through the pen he used that we know as the apostle paul once saw and um once he got saved and stopped persecuting christians and actually became a christ follower um his whole tune changed and he became a very powerful voice in the world at that time and he said in ephesians 6 it wasn't him that said it he just penned it and god used his vocab and all that stuff but god breathed every word that's in scripture which is why it is relevant and you can't do without the old testament y'all if someone tells you you don't need the old testament run 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 you're not going to change their mind leave go as fast as you can because you have to ask them were you to get an audience with such a person you have to ask them well then how come so much of the old testament is requoted in the new testament if it's not really where we want to hover if we really just want to focus on jesus Uh, Jesus is the Lord of the Old Testament, and pastors know this. If they've been to school at all, or if they've read the Bible, they know this. So if you have a pastor telling you that the Old Testament is not relevant, and that we need to stay away from that because people won't get saved, run. And then pray for that person, because they're wrong. R-O-N-G. And yes, I misspelled that intentionally. I feel a little bit passionate about that. Okay, moving on. Um, We have an enemy. And he is the one that wants to speak his voice into us. And he's going to use anything and everything at his disposal. He was kicked down from heaven. He was an angel who is now called a demon. His name is Lucifer, Satan. Once the most beautiful angel. And then he uh, decided that he didn't want to serve or worship God. He wanted to be worshipped and he wanted to be God. And he convinced, because he's a very powerful influencer... He convinced one-third of the angels to join him in a revolt against the one true God. And God's like, um, yeah, you're, you're going down to earth. And this is before we were all here and before anything was created. Now, I don't know why God kicked him to the earth and then said, I'm going to create mankind and put them on the same planet that Satan is at. But I know that God is good and what he does is good. And I will not judge God through the lens of my imperfect understanding. Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 talks about that. We are to trust him. Remember, at the end of the day, if you don't understand why Jesus does some things or doesn't do some things or why he's allowed some tragedies or whatever, and that's keeping you from faith and and being all in with him, remember one fact. He died for you. He died for you to save you from this little cancer thing in your body. It's not a physical cancer. It's a spiritual cancer called sin. Romans 3.23 says all have sinned and all we like sheep have gone astray. But God laid the iniquity or the sin of us all on his own son. Jesus is not a man who became God. He's God who then took on the form of a human being and became a human being in every way except 
because he was virgin born, he did not inherit that sin cancer that Adam and Eve gave us. That's why the virgin birth is a deal. But you know what? The promise in the Old Testament is that a virgin shall conceive and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. Jesus has always been God. And we have to get that straight. That's important. So, you have an enemy who prowls around like a roaring lion. Peter, God used Peter to pen the words that said that Satan is like a lion. He wants to eat you. And in John 10, Jesus says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we already know from Peter that our enemy is the roaring lion, like a lion. He's like a lion, but he has no fangs. He has no claws, really. Um, his, he's been defanged, declawed at the cross. But he's banking on you not knowing that and me not knowing that. So he is the father of lies. He's got wonderful titles that Jesus has given him. And I'm being smart right now. They're not wonderful. The father of lies. Do we really want to follow the father of lies? Do we really want to listen to that influencer? No, we don't. So ask yourself, because Jesus says in John 10, my sheep, and he refers to people who put their faith in him as his sheep. And he says that all human beings are like sheep and that uh, he's not trying to put us down because he created us in his image. But because of sin, we act stupid and foolish. It's not that we're dumb. It's that we're foolish. Now, sheep, they're kind of dumb, but we're like sheep. He doesn't say we are sheep. He says we're like sheep. They will literally follow another sheep off the cliff. Oh, where are you going? Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll just follow you. Wee! And that's that's kind of a hit to the old pride that God says, yes, I've made you in my image and you bear my image, but it's marred by sin. And now you can act like a sheep and just follow anybody and everybody. So who are you following? Literally, who are you following? literally on Facebook or, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all these influencers. Everybody wants to be a voice that speaks into your life, but there's only one who's qualified to be the voice that speaks into your life. And that's Jesus Christ. He's the only one who died for you. I think you can trust him. I think I can trust him. And I say that to myself because... I'm going to tell you, it's difficult. There's a lot of voices out there saying a lot of things, and they all have angles, and they all have goals and agendas. Jesus told us up front what his goal was. He wanted to save us because he loves us. He wants to spend eternity with us, starting the moment you put your faith in him, and you can walk with him through this life for the rest of your life, and he will restore you. If life has beaten you up, and you've made a bunch of bad decisions, he will heal you. I'm in process. It is a process. It may be a lifelong process, but he's all about the relationship. He's not just about the rules. The rules are there for our protection. Like, hey, sheep, don't just follow another sheep off the cliff. Follow me. I'm the good shepherd. I will not steer you wrong. And you can read Psalm 23 to see more about what the the good shepherd does. Because King David, before he was king, he was a shepherd. And he was willing to lay his life down for the sheep. So when he writes Psalm 23. You can just hear the experience in his voice. He knows Jesus on an intimate level. Don't you want to have a relationship with somebody who knows you inside and out? Who knows what you're going to say before you're going to say it? I do. So this has been Serendipity Girl, and I'm sure I have run way over what I planned on. I always do, and I'm working on it. So thanks for your patience, and I hope you have a serendipitous day.